Good day, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride, and I'm so very happy that you could join me today. Thank you for tuning in. So today's episode of Partners in Health and Biz, we are actually at episode number 10 in our series of natural cures. So this is natural cure number 10. And but today, I want to always start out my show by saying and letting you know, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So no matter what, we have to thank God and keep praising Praise him in the morning, praise him in the new day, and praise him when the sun goes down. So in case you're wondering what today's topic is, it is potent cancer therapy. What is that? Diet and supplements. How diet and supplements can help turn around cancer, avoid cancer, and cure some forms of cancers. Yes, believe it or not, naturally. Of course, this is something that you don't want to just use um, on your own. You have to talk to your doctor about it. But most of the time, in conjunction with your medication, as long as things don't um, cause a disruption, then you will be able to try these things. But you must talk to your doctor and let them know what you're interested in taking. So let's talk about this potent cancer therapy, diet and supplements. It's the latest cancer treatment. The right stuff in your diet can help control cancer, according to patients and doctors. Could it be true that what you eat could help you survive cancer? In short, boost your chances of stopping and even reversing cancer? Well, for many years, respected authorities have scorned the idea. But as scientific evidence mounts revealing a connection between diet and chronic diseases, including cancer, as well as the amazing powers of antioxidants and other food constituents to interfere with cancer progress. Well, many experts are saying yes, and not only could it be true, but it probably is true. It's no longer medically chic to denounce vegetarian and macro-robiotic-type diets for cancer patients as dangerous alternative nonsense. Plant-based diets, as well as antioxidant and botanical supplementation, are becoming more accepted in mainstream medicine. Not necessarily as magic bullets, but as a part of a multi-dimensional program that augments and complements conventional surgery, radiation, and chemotherapy. It's called integrative health. A lot of the uh, doctors, MDs, uh, DOs, and naturopaths, they're consulting, they're conferring with MDs and naturopaths, and they're uh, doing what's called integrative medicine. It means that they are incorporating natural, uh, natural ways and means of healing. 
Indeed, using diet as cancer therapy is attracting some prestigious mainstream attention. Pioneer Dr. Ernst Winder, Dr. Winder, president of the American Health Foundation in New York, has launched two major nutritional intervention cancer studies. In one five-year study of about 1,000 women, a low-fat, 15% diet is being tested to see if it thwarts recurrence of breast cancer. In the other, done cooperatively with New York's Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, men with cancer, prostate cancer, I should say, are put on a low-fat diet. High fat produces prostate it does produce prostate cancer. So you need to be on a low-fat diet if you want to avoid prostate cancer. Uh, But high fat promotes prostate cancer, and given supplements of 800 international units of vitamin E, 200 micrograms of organic selenium, genistein, and antioxidant in soybeans and soy protein. Well, there's evidence all such supplements fight prostate cancer, says Dr. Winder. The idea is to find out whether the diet and or supplements curtail blood levels of PSA, which is prostate-specific antigen, an indicator of prostate cancer activity. Dr. Winder thinks everyone with cancer, especially uh, breast cancer, prostate, and colon cancers, should use dietary intervention as part of a comprehensive cancer therapy. Thus, for an increasing number of doctors, it is no longer a heated contest of either conventional or or alternative treatment alone, but a merging of the two to fashion the best course of treatment for the patient. And some cancer patients and even their doctors are calling the remissions they experience or witness miraculous. Yes, and so we're calling this integrative health. So let's talk about genes miracle. So these are testimonies, testaments of people that have actually experienced a reversal in their health, in the cancer. Um, So let's talk about genes miracle. In August of 1994, at age 58, real estate agent Jean Reinert went to a local clinic in Barrington, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago, for a shot to to clear up a cough. She had lost her voice from what she thought was a cold. The young doctor on duty became alarmed over two bumps at the base of her neck. He sent her for a chest x-ray. That night, she got the shocking news. Large cell carcinoma of the left lung. Inoperable, they told her. Jean recalls an oncologist's death threat, or death sentence, she said. It's starting to go up your windpipe, and we are concerned that you are going to choke to death. Wow, 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 wow. Can you imagine a doctor telling you something like that. The best they said we can do is buy you some time with radiation and chemotherapy. He gave her six months to live. She started radiation treatments. 
Well, by the end of September, the cancer had invaded her brain. She said, after I started having trouble walking, they did a scan and find, found I had multiple tumors in my brain. Discouraged but not willing to give up, she remembered having heard a speech by local physician Keith Block on treating cancer 10 years earlier. She went to see him. He was the first one to give me hope, she said. She recalls his looking at her x-rays and saying, These aren't very scary. <laughs> they were the nicest words I'd heard since I was first diagnosed, said Jean. In addition to her regular conventional therapy, Jean started a pretty strong nutritional program with supplements, about 40 of them, including vitamin C, coenzyme Q10, bioflavonoids, garlic, and a medically modified micro, or macro, I should say, modified macrobiotic diet. And that's spelled M-A-C-R-O. B-I-O-T-I-C, macrobiotic diet. And this was advised by Dr. Block. He also showed her how to do biofeedback, meditation, and positive imaging to further support her immune system. By December of 1994, the news was quite astonishing. What happened? Wow. Scans showed the cancer mass in her lung was shrinking. Praise the Lord. The tumor was much smaller. However, to everybody's dismay, the cancer has spread to her spleen, descending aorta, adrenal glands, and bladder. She agreed to a five-month schedule of chemotherapy. Naturally, she said, I was devastated to find out the cancer had spread so much, she remembers. But then she looked at it from the optimistic side, which we must all do. Let's not be Debbie Downers. You know, I have a friend who's always pessimistic. Pessimistic. She's never optimistic. And you'll hear her say, Oh, I'm taking a test, but I'll probably fail it. I'll probably fail the first time. I'll probably fail the second time. No, I said, let's stay positive. I'm going to pass the test on the first time. And I'm going to believe that that's what's going to happen. So let's let's stay positive. Let's stay optimistic, everyone, no matter what. So she said, I said, well, I've almost gotten rid of my cancer in my lungs. I can get rid of the others too. She intensified her efforts. Every single day, she imagined the doctor coming toward her smiling, saying, your cancer is gone. <laughs> I would talk to God every day. I would call him big guy <laughs> and say, there are things big guy I want to do that I haven't done. She continued the nutritional program and the chemotherapy but in April of 1995, they stopped the chemotherapy. There was no reason to continue. The scans could find no tumors to fight. All the cancers had disappeared. Her entire body was cancer-free. It remains so at this writing. She still follows, or at this reading, I should say. She still follows a mostly macrobiotic diet grains, beans, vegetables, nuts, seeds, some fish, no meat, and very little sugar. 
maybe I need to repeat that for those of you who are contemplating whether uh, a natural diet will help you in positivity. Uh, well, this is the thing. Sugar will definitely complicate things and it can actually cause diseases as we know especially diabetes and complications of that again her diet is beans vegetables nuts seeds some fish no meat and very little sugar and she continues to take specific supplements that were recommended by dr block and what were those supplements again if you want me to uh, re recall those for you vitamin c coenzyme q10 bioflavonoids garlic and a medically modified macrobiotic diet that's what dr block recommended so let's go out and get us some vitamin c coenzyme q10 bioflavonoids and i use garlic almost every meal and that's natural garlic in my food to cook with so let's talk about nancy's miracle what happened with nancy i hope this is encouraging to some of my listeners nancy okay so the first place the cancer appeared for nancy was in her right breast at the age of 47 in 1989 nancy lowenberg had the breast surgically removed but the cancer had already made its secret moves invading her lymph nodes it was it was quiet for five years then over the next year and a half cancer showed up as a lump under her arm tumors on her spine and hip bones and a very large mass in her liver she had radiation more surgery chemotherapy but without success throughout throughout it all nancy says i never thought i was going to die but the signs were grim in june of 1996 after radiation and three full courses of chemotherapy had failed nancy and her husband chuck flew from their home in san francisco to see chicago physician keith block whom they had read about Dr. Block, as always, exuded optimism, but others feared Nancy was terminal. She arrived at Dr. Block's office in a wheelchair. She was really so sick. Her bone marrow was suppressed from all the chemotherapy. She had little immune reserve, recalls Dr. Block. When the radiologist saw the scan showing cancer throughout 75% of her liver, he actually thought I was showing him the scans of a person who had already died because he didn't believe she could still be alive. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Nancy started treatment, chemotherapy with a different drug, nutritional supplements, a modified macrobiotic diet, body work, visualization, the comprehensive block regimen as dictated by her particular biological profile. She remained in Chicago most of the summer and into the fall. Her response was evident fairly soon. After only two months, her blood markers of, scan of cancer activity on one test dropped from 12,000 to 135. The rapidity and extent of her response was surprising even to Dr. Block, who was no stranger to such events. 
By late September, the cancers had virtually vanished. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Scans showed she had she was nearly clear of all cancers in her bones and lymph nodes, and only 3% of her liver remained cancerous. All her cancer markers, which were quite abnormal before, returned to normal, says Dr. Block. The radiologist, upon reading the new scans, was incredulous. He said, this is miraculous in exactly those words. It was a remarkable biological turnaround. Nancy is now back in California and out of her wheelchair. She's on a new anti-cancer drug, a hormonal blockade similar to tamoxifen. Basically, says Dr. Block, we are putting her on a long-term maintenance regimen. It's extraordinary what has happened to her. I wouldn't say we know what is going to happen to her in a year or five years down the road because there are mean these are mean diseases and they frequently do show their faces again but the point is she is relatively free of cancer now i'm a miracle and i'm alive says nancy but she knows the cancer might grow again i still have it with me she does everything she learned at dr block's cancer spa as she recalls it to keep it away she eats a modified macrobiotic diet she takes handfuls of antioxidants and other supplements, as well as the can- anti-cancer drugs. She credits all of them for her remarkable recovery, recovery, but she also credits her positive attitude. Dr. Block says, I shouldn't be worried, and I am not. So what is it? What is this diet? What is an anti-cancer diet, you're you're asking me? An anti-cancer diet is mostly a vegetarian, natural foods, low-fat diet. Yes, it's well known that the Japanese have relatively low rates of certain cancers and further that even after cancer is diagnosed, its progression is often much less rapid than in Western populations. Why? Because the diet, rich in soybeans, vegetables, and fish, and lower in fat, slows down cancer growth, growth, says Dr. Winder. Not surprisingly, one of the most popular cancer diets, a macrobiotic diet, is derived from the traditional Japanese diet. It was popularized in this country by Michio Kushi, head of the Cushy Institute in Boston. Cushy's classic macrobiotic diet is meatless, low-fat, high-grain, high-vegetable, prohibited or severely restricted table salt, yeast, refined sugar, meat, dairy foods, eggs, poultry, tomatoes, most fats and oils, processed foods, and alcoholic beverages. Occasionally allowed white fish, fruits, lightly roasted seeds, and nuts. The percentage of fat is between 10 and 13 percent. 
Such a rigid macrobiotic diet is difficult for Americans to adhere to and may not even be the best for some cancer patients. Many doctors favor less restrictive modified macrobiotic diets. Also in treating cancer, it's increasingly common to add antioxidant supplements. So you're asking me, what is the evidence? Well, evidence that eating fruits, vegetables, grains, and fish help block the development of cancer is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. It's widely agreed that people who eat the most fruits and vegetables are only half as likely to get cancers of various types. Research also shows that certain foods and antioxidants arrest or slow down the progression and spread of cancer and increase survival times. Notable are broccoli, garlic, fish oil, high fiber grains, soybeans, vitamin C, coenzyme Q10, and selenium, as shown in clinical trials and practice. Epidemiological population studies or anti or animal and laboratory cell culture tests. There's also abundant evidence that chemicals in meat produce cancer. And I've definitely known about that for a long time because these chemicals and hormones are added to the meat to preserve the meat, to kill the diseases in these animals. And antibiotics in these animals are passed through them and the meat to us. Thus, it makes scientific sense that plant foods the staples of an anti-cancer diet could help curb cancer and that eating meat could encourage it. So you don't want to encourage cancer. You want to curb, curb cancer, not encourage it. Cancer is, after all, a long time process, the manifestation of accumulated cell damage over decades. It didn't happen overnight. No, it did not. That continues to grow and metastasize or spread over years. Interrupting the cancer process at any stage, including after a a tumor, I apologize, including after a tumor is apparent, could help fight cancer. Many plant foods and constituents, as well as certain fats, kill cancer cells or block their spread in tissue cultures, increase survival from cancer in animals, or rev up immune functions and specific detoxification systems in the body that directly fight cancer. A few examples. Shiitake mushrooms contain lentinin that boosts immunity and inhibits growth of tumors. Garlic directly destroys cancer cells in petri dishes. Cabbage stimulates excretion in women of a type of estrogen that boosts breast cancer. Broccoli contains compounds that help rid the body of cancer-causing chemicals. Soybeans contain several chemicals, including genistein, that modify hormonal activity that promotes breast and prostate cancer. Fish oil revs up the body's natural antioxidant system. So, here we have Harvard's George Blackburn, 
and George Blackburn finds that fish oil given to breast cancer patients before and after surgery tones down cancer activity and possible metastasis. Italian researchers find that fish oil blocks recurrence of colon cancer. Eating wheat bran cereal also has suppressed the growth of polyps that can lead to colon cancer and the recurrence of the cancer after surgery. Increasing evidence also finds that adding vitamins and minerals, particularly antioxidants, to conventional cancer therapy can make a dramatic difference. In an extraordinary display of cancer-fighting power, adding mega doses of vitamins, mainly antioxidants, to drug therapy for bladder cancer, cut recurrence of the cancers in half, and nearly doubled the survival time of patients in a recent study. The effects were dramatic. The effects were dramatic, said researcher Donald Lamb, head of urology at West Virginia University in Morgantown. In his study of 65 patients, all who took BCG, a standard immunotherapy drug, okay, about half also got high doses of vitamins A, C, E, and B6. Over two years and only 40% on the vitamins developed new, to- new tumors compared with 80% taking the drug only. Let's repeat that. Over two years and only 40% on the vitamins, the people on the vitamins developed new tumors compared with 80% of people that were only taking the drug and not the vitamins and the drug. Vitamin takers' survival time was 33 months versus 18 months for the drug-only group. The cancer community is still agog over a spectacular 1996 study of Dr. Larry Clark of the University of Arizona demonstrating the power of the trace mineral selenium against cancer. Taking 200 micrograms of selenium daily for about seven years reduced the occurrence of all cancers in a group of 1,300 older people by 42% and cancer deaths by nearly 50% compared with those on a sugar pill or placebo. Selenium had the greatest impact on prostate cancer, slashing occurrence by 69%. Selenium also decreases rates of colorectal cancer, 64%, and lung cancer, 39%. It was an unprecedented cancer intervention study, and it bumped up the respectability of using supplements against cancer several notches. So, specific research also shows that a macrobiotic-type diet can fight cancer, according to Dr. John Weisberger, a noted cancer researcher now at the American Health Foundation and formerly at the National Cancer Institute. After reviewing research, he concluded that such restricted plant-based diets can starve cancers. 
starve cancers, suppressing their growth. In particular, he cites a 1993 study by James P. Carter showing that patients with fairly advanced prostate or pancreatic cancer survive much longer than usual on a macrobiotic diet. Those who deviated from the diet experienced tumor regrowth, occasionally with a fatal outcome, wrote Dr. Weisberger in the Journal of the American College of Nutrition. The diet seemed to prevent tumor growth, but not cause tumor regression, he noted. It probably works by lessening intake of cancer promoters and increasing intake of cancer antagonists, Dr. Weisberger concluded. So whether it is coincidence or not, a change in diet often goes along with spontaneous remission of cancers. In a study of cancer remissions in the Netherlands, Dan C. Van Balen and Marco J. DeVeers of Evermiss University found in 1987 that dietary change was one of the factors most frequently associated with spontaneous regression of cancer. So we're just about out of time, ladies and gentlemen. It has been my pleasure to serve you. I certainly hope this show has uh, given you, enlightened you, given you some new information about diet and how it can help treat different cancers. And until next Saturday, go out, get some fresh air, sunshine, I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride, and if you want to be a guest on my show, you can email me, partnersinhealth at verizon.net, partnersinhealth at verizon.net. Until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. Ta-ta for now. Mm -hmm.